Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, it's your girl Cy Brown, and welcome to the Cy Brown Morning Show. Thank you so much for listening in today. We have two weeks to go until the presidential election, and I promised you I wasn't going to keep talking about it, so I am not. Uh, yeah, we're not. <laughs> today we have a great show planned: How to make more money in your business. I have so many um, people that I speak with on a daily basis. God just gives me the opportunity to work with people, to counsel people, encourage people. Um, Simultaneously, they're encouraging me. They probably don't even know it. Everybody needs to be encouraged, right? (laughs) I have been an entrepreneur, wow, since I was 22 years old. How about that? That was a long time ago. I I remember uh, when my children were young, and uh, I went back to work after my second son, and my goal was to be a super mom. You know, back then, uh, you know, women wore the suits to work and they had the Reeboks on with the pantyhose. <laughs> yeah, I did that. I just played myself. But uh, that was me. And I would, you know, drop them off at the center and, you know, get on the path train and go to my media job in the city. I've been in media for a very long time. And I thought I could do it all. And I remember one day, um, I told my boss uh, that I had to take my children to the dentist, and he gave me the most exasperating, exasperated look. He just, <sighs> okay, and I felt mortified. I just was like, I'm not asking for a raise, you know, a 30% raise. I'm just letting you know i got to take my kids to the dentist. And I took him to the dentist, and at that point, my younger son, who was a thumb sucker, had to see a specialist. So I went back to him the next day. Everything worked out. And I said, hey, listen, you know, i got to take the little one back next week. And it was just the most uncomfortable moments. You know, you're walking in, you're young. I've got two little kids, and you're walking in to see your boss who's sitting behind this big desk. And, you know, it was embarrassing. And I just said, you know what, I can't do this. I walked out of his office that day with my head just hung low uh, because I felt how shameful is it that I have to finagle to take my children to the dentist. And I know by show of hands, you know, I'm usually on the stage talking to people as opposed to doing a radio show, but I know if I was on the stage and I said by show of hands, how many parents have lied and said they were sick because their children were really sick just to get the day off, Um, you know, I'm sure – half of my audience would raise their hand. And so it was this series of events that led me to just quit my job. (laughs) I asked my husband, I'm like, what do you think if I stay home with the kids? And that was, you know, there wasn't Google, there weren't laptops, there there wasn't Instagram and Facebook. I mean, this was really 
out there networking, shaking hands and kissing babies. I had no clue what I wanted to do, but I just knew I didn't ever want to ask anybody to take my children to the dentist again. So my husband was like, you know what, go for it. And I saved up six months of paychecks, and I quit. And next thing I knew, I was an entrepreneur, didn't know what the hell I wanted to do, but at least I was astute enough. Um, There was a Barnes & Noble near my office at the time, and every lunch break I would go in there and read business books. I mean, this sounds really corny. This is the stuff that Lifetime movies are made of. But I literally would sit, spend my lunch hour every day in Barnes & Noble perusing business books, taking notes. You know, I, was, I had already had a two-year degree at the time, but I didn't know about actually running a business. And I just jumped right in. And I, you know, remember trying to finagle meetings. And, you know, I, I laugh and joke and say that's why I stopped at two children because I always had my kids in tow. I would be going to meetings, conferences, events, and I had one kid on one arm and another kid on the other arm. And so they got, you know, a a quasi-crash course in in what being an entrepreneur looked like from a very young age. And over the years, I've been able to perfect my craft at being an entrepreneur. It is not easy. And I can't use some of the same practices now that I used then. First of all, it wouldn't make any sense. Almost like uh, Mitt Romney and Barack Obama's exchange about the bayonets when Romney said the other night in the debate that, you know, we had more Navy ships, you know, ships, the Navy had more ships uh, back in 1917 than they do now, and President Obama, you know, quipped back and said, well, yeah, they had more bayonets back then also. You know, and it's the same philosophy. I can't use necessarily all of the same tactics that I used almost 20 years ago in business, so I've had to really remain mindful, watch the trends, and I will share um, my second, I started one company, and it, it failed miserably because I didn't know what I was doing, and somehow I ended up opening a beeper store, and that store was wildly successful. I did extremely well with my beeper store, um, but... I can't open a beeper store in 2012. <laughs> Case in point, who has a beeper? You talk to somebody who's 10 years old, they'll be like, what's a beeper? So, you know, entrepreneurs have to remain nimble. They have to remain relevant. You have to always have your finger on the pulse of trends. Uh, right now, social media is all the rage, uh, Pinterest, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, you know, you have to be connected through iTunes, like all of these things. Do you have an iPad 4? Do you have an iPhone 5? You know, but at the same time where we're trying to stay so current and trendy, how do we actually make money? And so now I am blessed to have an amazing consultancy. I do a lot of health and wellness and spirituality consulting, but I also do a lot of straight, hardcore, how we making money in this business um, consulting as well. And in the spirit of running that entity, I work with so many people who just are not maximizing the opportunity that they can to make more money in their business. And it's not to slight them. It's definitely not an indictment on their ability to be a successful entrepreneur. But there's two pieces to this. Sometimes you have to have someone from the outside look in on what you're doing. Um, That's number one. But number two, you know, you just get caught up. You, you just get caught up in the everyday of the everyday of the everyday of running your business. I am a big believer in consultants, coaches, um, 
allies, uh, strategists, development people. You know, I'm I'm on this fitness journey and trying to lose weight and stay healthy and be fit, have my heart healthy. I had to hire a fitness professional because that was not my strength. That was not my area of expertise, didn't know what I was doing in that area, so I had to hire someone. And so I treasure and value all of my clients who hire me um, because they trust me. They trust my judgment and they trust trust my guidance. And so in the spirit of that, I wanted to share with my listeners some of the tips and resources that I use with my clients. And, And the biggest, most pressing question typically is how to make more money in your business. So I have a couple tips. If you have a pen and paper, I encourage you to get that handy. Um, But while you're doing that, I just want to give you a quick programming note. A very dear friend of mine, I went to middle school with her. Uh, You know, I reached out on Facebook um, asking for people to share tips, and she mentioned, you know, that we need to do something to help kids manage money better. So I sent her a message back through Facebook. Uh, So I'm actually working on uh, developing a week-long series to help kids better manage money. You know, what does money mean? How do they handle your – how do teenagers handle their first paycheck? Um, What to tell your kid when they think you can just go put an ATM card in the machine and it spits out dollars? (laughs) They need to understand. So that will be on the horizon, so stay tuned for that. That will probably be coming in a week or two. Uh, because that's going to take a lot of preparation. But in the meantime, I hope you are able to quickly go and grab a pen and grab a piece of paper um, so we can really get into how to make more money in your business. For those of you who are entrepreneurs, we all know that you have to get up and grind it out. But I'm really speaking to solopreneurs, um, people who are in their home offices with less than five employees. I work with consultants, um, but actual employees, it's me. It's really me, and sometimes I'm really, really on it, and sometimes I'm not. But I think the first point in making more money in your business is to understand, number one, that you are the business. You are the business. You are you, and the business is you. (laughs) You live and die. Excuse me. You live and die by your business. Don't get caught up in the fact that your business may be registered as an LLC, as an S-Corp, as a C-Corp. At the end of the day, you are your business if you are an entrepreneur, that they are connected and linked 24-7. Even though your business may have a separate name, even though it may have its own board, at the end of the day, you are still the business. You are the visionary behind it, and you are the one that's going to make it grow and tick. Number two, it's important for you if you really want to make more money in your business to understand that this business that you that you started for whatever reason thrives or dies based on your actions. I don't know how many of you um watch Shark Tank. I love Shark Tank Friday nights at eight o'clock. Um and I see so many uh people come before the sharks and they you know they're trying to sell a portion of their business for five percent. You know, they want $100,000 for a 10% stake, whatever it is. And so many times I hear the sharks always say, we're not even investing in the business. We're investing in you. And that's really what it boils down to. When people do business with you, the product almost doesn't even matter. They trust you. They feel that you are going to be able to provide a good service, and they are parting with their hard-earned money. And so in order for your business to thrive, 
it is really based on your actions. And inactivity or inaction is going to lead your business to die. Point blank, simple as that. There is no break. You are the business, and your business is going to thrive or die based on your actions. And you can ask any investor or just survey your customers, why do you do business with me? I do it all the time. I ask people, why do you do business with me? And the first thing I always get is because I like you. <laughs> I think my kids would disagree, but that's really the truth. I'm told um, that they, they, they like me. And so I, I accept it. I, I treat it as an honor. And I'm extremely grateful when people part with their money and do business with me. Number three uh, on how to make more money in your business is to set goals for your business. I work with so many entrepreneurs who wake up and feel that networking and fancy business cards is going to increase their bottom line. It is not. You have to set solid financial goals. I was working with uh, a, a life coach, a few life coaches actually, but one in particular, um, she just left her job to begin her life coaching practice, and uh, many of you know my practice is based out of Hoboken, and she would come in and meet with me, and I said, well, how many clients do you need to pay your bills? And she didn't even know. All she kept saying is, I want to help people, I want to be a life coach. Right, okay, once we're past that, how many clients do you need to pay your bills because you no longer have a job? And her goal was financial. But it may be, I don't know what, what, what all of your businesses are. I can only, again, go by those with whom I have worked in the past. But the, the, the commonality where why a lot of businesses are not making the money that they could is because they just haven't set a goal. I need five clients by Friday. I need to make... $1,300 this week, whatever it is, you have to set concrete goals, write it down, put it on a piece of paper, make, you know what I had to do? You might think this sounds wacky, but this is what I had to do. I wrote my goal down, I, my, I had, and don't, don't make 50 goals, two or three, so that you can achieve them. Wrote it on a piece of paper, took a picture of it with my camera phone, with, you know, the phone on my camera, the camera on my phone, <laughs> And I use that as the backdrop of my phone. You know, a lot of these smartphones, you can make an image so when you turn your phone on or when you're getting ready to make it. So it was a constant reminder of what my goal was for my business. And when it's in your face, you can't run away from it. You ever heard that expression, you look in the mirror and there you are? If you have your goals set for you, everywhere you look, you are, it's going to make you stay a lot more focused and, and, and keep you on the path. I tell people all the time, I can't make you do right, but I can sure make, make it difficult for you to do wrong. And, I, and that's, you know, that's, that's my philosophy with God. God can't make us do right, but, you know, sure can be made to, 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 to keep us out of sin and, and bad and evil things. <laughs> but it's really important that you set goals for your business. Once you set your goals for your business, understand you're going to need help. Help does not mean hiring people. Hear, hear me out, because your goal is to make more money in your business. In order to make a lot of money, you have to increase your revenue and reduce your expenses. Once you set your goals for your business, understand that you are going to need help. Help does not mean hiring people necessarily. Organize your contacts, your existing contacts, based on the goals that you are trying to accomplish. I bet 
if you went through your email account, you went through all of those business cards, there are people there who can help you in your business, make your business grow, work with you to achieve your goals, which will ultimately increase your bottom line. Watch what I'm going to say here. When I was running my agency, I did not hire agents. Why would I do that? I don't have the money to pay a salary because when you're an agent, you get paid on commission. So what I did is I worked with other people that were complementary but not competitive to my business and said, let's partner for this aspect of my business. So that way, we only got paid once revenue was, was generated, but yet I was able to leverage my contacts and my relationships to achieve my goals, which ultimately affected my bottom line. Because remember, once you set your goals, you're going to need help. But I believe your help should come from the contacts that you already have. And if you don't have contacts that can help you achieve your goals, you need new contacts. Then and only then do I encourage networking. Because I work with so many people who are going to this networking event, that networking event, passing out business cards, and don't even finesse or manage the contacts that they already have. Well, what are you going out networking for if you already have a binder full of contacts that you don't connect with? Who do you already have in your arsenal that can help you? At the, step, the next step, put systems, in, this is step five, put systems and policies in place using those contacts to achieve your goals. So, for example, if you know your business, you sell Mary Kay, let's just say Mary Kay, and you have a lot of women in your database, create a system where you can leverage those contacts to achieve your goal of making more money. Now, I happen to know with Mary Kay, you know, you have to do these home parties. So what is the system that you need to create to leverage all of these women contacts that you have to create more, to, to be able to uh, produce more of these at-home makeover parties? I can't dictate that. A consultant can't come in and dictate that. That's something that has to come organically from the entrepreneur. That system has to work specifically for you, whatever that system is. So now, it could mean I'm going to call three women a day. I'm going to email two women a day. I'm going to take big, fresh baked cookies to their house once a week. I don't know what that system is. But remember, you have to set goals for your business, understand that you're going to need help to, to achieve those goals, use your contacts, leverage the people that you already know to help you achieve those goals, and then put a system in place to use those contacts to achieve those goals. The next step is to really be relentless in pursuit of the, I would say, the successful accomplishment of those goals. I was going to say be relentless so you can achieve those goals, but really that's not it. You have to be relentless in the pursuit of the successful accomplishment of those goals because you want to be able to measure and have solid measures in place so you can tick, okay, you know, like a timeline. You know, you ever see a timeline, maybe the history of something in 1914, 1917, 1920, all the way up to where we are now? When you set those goals, you need to be relentless and be able to have measurable outcomes so you can say, I accomplished this, check. I accomplished this, check. I accomplished. And, and be mindful that these are going to change. 
as your business grows, they're going to change. Right now, I'm working on a very, very aggressive campaign for um, one of my clients for a holiday project, you know, just to 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 do development for this holiday season that's approaching. And, you know, I had to set up, I had to take a lot of time to just spend quiet time in my office, in my house, nobody around, to put a plan together. Well, lo and behold, after the first training, a lot of people had questions, and I had to go back and tweak this plan. This plan, just like your goals, are your starting point. Because once you become engaged in the process, things are going to come up that you did not expect, and you have to be able to pivot and not stay in that place too long. Don't get stuck. Be able to change and, and, and say, okay, this is not working. Let me, let, me, let me zig over here when I should be zagging. And what has happened, and I can say this very honestly, what has happened with me at times is it, it may appear that I am a little inconsistent or that I'm always changing things, but to my point and to every successful entrepreneur's point, it doesn't mean you're changing. See, people that don't are not entrepreneurs don't want to change. They want things to stay the same all the time. Other entrepreneurs are like, Sai is reinventing herself, whereas other people might say, girl, what are you doing now? It's not, girl, what are you doing now? It's that I'm able to change and you're not. Don't hate on me because I'm able to adapt. Our world is moving so incredibly quickly, and if you plant your heels and dig in your heels, you're still going to be using a, a, a Motorola StarTac phone or using a beeper, and everybody else is now on smartphones. You have to be able to reach your goals, be relentless in pursuit of those goals, but be nimble and willing to change as the circumstances change and as you become a little bit closer to your goals. Last thing I have to share before we run out of time, oh, i got a lot of stuff in the chat room. I'll read some of that stuff in a minute. It's really important to play hard. <laughs> the, the, you know, as you're, as you're in pursuit of entrepreneurial excellence and you're striving to make money in your business, it's very important to enjoy the journey. And that was the piece that I missed, and I regret it. And I was so, for many, many years, fixed on, I have to get this done, I have to get this done, I have to get this done. I can't. But I missed so many opportunities. The beauty of being flexible and being an entrepreneur and being able to create your own destiny is to be able to not miss those special moments along the way. And looking back, I can definitely see where there were opportunities for me to really enjoy the journey. But I was so driven to be successful, and I really didn't understand that success is really a journey. It wasn't about me reaching a destination. Setting goals, yes. It's almost like a... You know, you're pulling a rope that never ends. It's always, you're always going to be in pursuit of success. It's a journey. It's not a destination. And I think if I had to have one piece of advice, you know how you say, what would your 40-year-old self tell to your 20-year-old self? It would really be that success is a journey. When I started 
as an entrepreneur uh, almost 20 years ago, I thought I want to be successful, and this is what I believe success looks like. But the only thing that's constant is change. So if I understood that success is not a destination, that it is the ups and downs and the hills and valleys of just being able to wake up every day and enjoy the life that God gives you, I think I would have enjoyed it a little bit better. I've had a very, very good run. And those who listen to the show so frequently, you know I have shared, and those who know me personally, I have had some very, very good years, and I've had some very, very not good years. But looking back, I wouldn't change the journey for anything. God has blessed me with insight and intellect and the ability to connect with people that only Psy can do. And for that, I am forever, forever grateful and in God's debt. I just want to run through this list very quickly. And, and you know, when I'm preparing for these shows, I have notes that I want to cover, points that I want to get across, but this show is so unscripted. You guys know that. I talk from my heart every single day. Um, but I want to share this. this For this show, I did make a, a quick list, so I want to share this with you very quickly for those who are taking notes. Number one, understand that you are the business. Number two, know that your business thrives or dies based on your actions. Number three, set goals for your business. Number four, organize your contacts based on those goals. Number five, put systems and policies in place using your contacts to achieve those goals. Number six, be relentless in pursuit of the successful accomplishment of those goals. And number seven, enjoy the journey. Seven is the number of completion. So enjoy the journey. Enjoy every moment that God gives you to be able to connect with people. And it's truly a blessing to do what you love and make money. I want to thank everybody for listening. just want to share really quickly some of the comments in the chat room. LaVon just put so true. Thank you. You're my friend. I love you so much, and thank you for always um, keeping me encouraged. TGL put good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Thank you for listening as you do every day. And big shout-out to everybody who has dialed in. I have a lot of callers today, 917-973-732-201-323. So big shout-out to everybody who has called in to listen to this listen to today's show. Always remember that we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. Thank you so much for listening, and please, if you can, log on to CyBrownGlobal.com and subscribe to my newspaper. Thank you all so much, and I'll see you tomorrow at 11.